0: Today, we'll be home on the range. Make sure you stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV
0: superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Don't Be Tardy. If you're wondering what this intro song is, we are here <laughs> for episode four of Don't Be Tardy. I'm your host, Elena. You can follow me on all social platforms at Hey It's Lay. To my left, we have Suzette.
2: Hey guys, Suzette here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Bab, And I have Candace.
1: Hey, Candace Renee Rice, a.k.a. Pimp Fry Rice. Follow me on Instagram, underscore Pimp Fry Rice. And on Facebook, Candace Renee Rice. I'm conservative there.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why are we starting with such a country vibe today? And it is because Kim and the family went home to the range in Montana for Croy's mm-hmm. hometown.
2: Yes uh they went to his hometown it was in, and i love that because they they have to show the kids that it's not all about having like nannies and chefs and all the glitz and the glam and see where dad came from because dad is just so down to earth and he's always go with the flow and he's fun and he's calm and he's like oh Starbucks is 45 minutes away
0: but it's fine we'll be fine as if it was nothing walk walk, walk, walk (laughs) him him freaked out about a Starbucks being 45 minutes away yeah well he
2: grew up probably where that you know if you want luxury you want like a treat you don't get that every single day
0: so Ah. funny well we're still listening to this I know right we have like we're literally having a Montana takeover in in our hearts (laughs) I like it. So today on episode four, the family packed up and got ready to go to Kim's hometown, to go Mm -hmm. to Montana. Now, we've talked about over and over again just how big the family is. So I didn't take into account before watching the episode that with them traveling with, you know, the entire family, that they also had to include the nannies and Tracy the chef. Like, it's so much more than that.
1: And the dogs—they the dogs. took the dogs. They took six. I was like, "Gosh, this is, this is, this is literally like craziness on a plane." It's I actually
2: First of all, it, it is too much. Like, I mean, I don't know if that's just for the show. Let's just take everyone and be fine. You know, I think like Bravo should have given them a private jet or something because it's complete chaos. And I think that, and then that's great. That's fine. They love each other. They're a family. But, like, we're going to talk about safety and stuff. Like, it's, like, how do you control all of that? You know, like, but, if I just go somewhere with my boyfriend and, like, our three dogs, like, I feel overwhelmed. You know, like, it, or if it's if it's just you, you know, like, you have your purse and your phone and your stuff and it's busy. Like, how do you even, how do you have, like, this whole
0: crew. Not to mention the camera crew that has to follow them, too, with oh, all the gosh. equipment.
1: Oh, I know. So, I
0: definitely think it would have been a little bit more easy yeah. if they did have a private plane, because they had to take two planes. Yeah. So it's I, a lot. I hate when I don't have, like, straight through flights. Like, if I <laughs> don't have a non-stop, I'm losing my mind because of the layovers. Yeah. yeah. I
2: think it's two things. I think... Kind of like we see with our Kardashians, they only do everything VIP. And again, you want to raise your children feeling like, yeah, sometimes it is hard. Sometimes you do have to wait in an airport. So I mean, we can look at it that way, too, and give them credit for doing it that way. But I couldn't I couldn't deal with
0: it. Absolutely. So definitely kudos to yes. the Beermans because they, like, they handle it like a boss. Like, all the time.
1: I mean, they have to be used to it. And then the nannies, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I, she has the help, mm-hmm. apparently, but... I mean, as we can see, the help didn't do much because these kids were still everywhere.
2: Where did they even come from? I feel like we never see them in the house, so that must be something where they're not really on camera or something. Yeah, I feel
0: like they've talked about them before, but to yeah. this episode was the first time that we've actually kind of seen them on camera and kind mm-hmm. of behind the scenes, like, you know, doing a little things. Um, so let's get right into it. Yeah. So they traveled to Montana, a busy, busy trip, and surprisingly, I know that uh, I was reading some of the comments just from previous episodes, and there was an episode where Kim mentioned when she travels, she likes to have her own furniture. So they stayed in a private resort there in Montana. And there was other furniture there. So I just want to let that be known that she did not bring her own furniture with her to Montana. She's not always a diva. (laughs) Not always. She might have wanted to, but she didn't this time. So, they got into Montana, and the first thing that they decided to do as a family was to go snowmore, snowmore, snowmobiling. <laughs> snowmobiling, yeah. <laughs> Stunkrister. I think it's because I'm from Florida, so there's, like, no um, sense of snow I'm from sledding. Minnesota,
2: so I'm very envious of this episode.
1: Because <laughs> Aww.
0: I,
2: I know what it's like. When you're here in L.A., and I think about going to Minnesota, I get kind of, ugh, like that kind of thing. And then I was there two weeks ago, hence why I was in here, and you're like, wow, it's green. It rained every day. It was beautiful. It's quiet. Like it's like wow when you're there like Kim was she goes wow it's really beautiful yeah. like, you know and, and again it is it's a great place to vacation because if you like that hustle and bustle you're not really gonna get that there
1: and uh, well look I don't like Starbucks but I'm all for the Chick Fil A so <laughs> you know if I can't get a a number one with American cheese I don't know if I could do it you're
0: not gonna do it you're not gonna go to Montana I don't think I can do it. <laughs> So as a family they went snowmobiling and decided to go sledding. Now we got to see a more sensitive side of Kim this episode at least pertaining to her children and, you know, with the activities of snowmobiling and how dangerous it can be. I have seen movies where, you know, kids crash into trees and they get oh, yeah. brain damage like it's, it's it's real. So, um, how do you guys feel about the way that she reacted to KJ almost taking off on the sled by himself? Her
1: reaction was, I think it was reasonable and it's understandable. Um, she doesn't know much about it now. Of course, Croy was like, "Oh, her, her, whatever, you know." But boys, um, boys. Yeah, but to, for somebody that is not familiar with that type of activity and that type of sport, which I'm not very familiar with it myself, so you know, if I see a kid like going toward, um, it looked like he was actually going toward a frozen lake. That's what I thought too. And I was, like? You. I and I it was it, like, like, you know, that that could potentially be a very dangerous situation. So you know, I. I understand it to a certain extent. But then again, like, you know, there are a whole bunch of adults around. Right. I can only imagine this camera crew. She got nannies. She had, um, you know, Bruce and his wife. Um, so there's a lot of people around. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I
2: don't know. Well, I think, first of all, he's a very strong-willed child, which we have seen since he was pretty much born. Yeah. And the issue, and again, like, no offense, camera, anyone, because I don't have kids. But it's, it's a choice, okay? <laughs> but, um... Those little kids are looking up to him, and he does whatever he wants. And I don't really see him being again. And it's I mean, we we might not see him being extremely scolded or some like crazy discipline. But I feel like even if he hurt himself, I just think he's the kind of kid that would do it again. I just think that he's that very strong. You know he's bigger for his age. He's, you know, he's kind of the leader. He's like the first boy. Like, I think he's just gonna do what he wants, and of course she's gonna be stressed out. And boys love that. They love it when they, you know, oh mom, come on, you know that kind of a thing.
0: I think KJ just has a sense of independence. He has a, yep. uh, a fire in him. Yeah. And even when you know Bruce did run out and save him and he came back and you know Kim explained to him you had your mom cry. He, don't be. A, he said, don't be a crybaby, mom. So he, he has like that, an adult. He has that independence like I got this I'm good and you know a lot of us as kids we kind of feel like we can handle it mm-hmm. we can do it we you know we don't see it from our parents eyes so I definitely um, understand her even having that breakdown and even how she handled it she didn't immediately go yelling like she did with um, mm-hmm. Ariana when they were off when she was off yeah. she kind of was like Croy go talk to them I'm losing it I'm having And you know she kind of like stayed back while she had the met down before she approached him so I I could understand that just from the outside in, mm-hmm. you know, watching the situation.
1: Yeah. Can we talk about how he says Bruce's name, though? It's so cute. Like, whoa.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: whoa. So and cute. kind of have that little like, lisp or something.
0: Since we're talking about Bruce, let's get right into it. Bruce is um, Croy's friend and he was a groomsman in their wedding and this episode got a little heavier, at least for me, because I personally don't like to think about death and wills. Right. Um, so this episode got a little heavier as they were talking about, you know, updating their wills and making sure that both sides of the family will be uh, taken care of and kind of wanting to have the conversation with Bruce to leave him in charge of, I guess, having that task. Mm-hmm. The, was that heavy for anyone else, or was it just me? Um, I
1: wouldn't say heavy, you know, but it, it's understandable. Um, there's probably um, a lot of money. Um a lot of assets between the both of them. They both have kids. I couldn't imagine leaving all of this stuff to Brielle. So um, (laughs) i like, look at her face. I couldn't imagine. So it's, um, look, it's understandable. It's something that you got to deal with. And they're being being smart in how they're dealing with it because you have couples... um, and blended families that come together that never think of this to like the very, very, very last minute. And, um, I also think that, you know, the stroke and everything else, uh, played a part into it. So I actually really like that. They're thinking about this now and saying, Hey, look, anything that happens, to any one of us, you know what I'm saying? And let's figure out how we're going to do this being that we have two different families that are merged together. And then, you know, there's also issues with the parents mm-hmm. and everything else. So, i I love it. I think it's very necessary for the uh for the the place that they're at with their life and with their families
2: yeah Kim Kim and Croy both always seem to have things in play, so I'm really surprised that, as of now, her will would give Ariana and Braille to her parents, like I was like. That's really heavy. I mean, you don't speak to them. So you would have thought that they would have done this right away when he adopted the girls. You would have thought that's what would have happened. Um because it is really scary when you're dealing with um children, you're dealing with money, property, things can get super super ugly. And look at she did survive the stroke, but something could have happened. Yeah. Um and then again, like they're in Montana where he's from and again, we're not hearing anything about, you know, reaching out to his parents. That's so strange to me because they are all about family, but it's just their immediate family. You don't see any uncles, you don't see aunts, you don't see grandparents. Like, I really hope that it's more discussed. I, I would like to see them I mean, work it out. Yeah,
1: but it's enough of them,
0: y'all. You know? <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> true. We, we talked about the family aspect, you know, over and over, almost every episode now, as far as the grandparents. And I think with the flashbacks that was shown this episode, we kind of... Uh, at least for me, I kind of understood Croy a little bit, it, and some people may think of it as being petty, or may think may think of it as him holding grudges as far as him not speaking to his parents because they had a problem with Kim having um, two children before they got together. And you
2: really buy that? You really think that's the reason? I'm just saying, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Like that's so silly, I but, that, mean, but that's
0: what I'm saying. So, which is right. why it could be so pe- petty and could be um, a grudge holding match. But because it hasn't been it hasn't been in any reconciliation, it's right. like they've been together now. They They've been, yeah. they've been going through so much together. They have so many, like, you have new grandchildren that you may have never even met. That's Correct. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's, it's, I think it's the thought of them being so family oriented and just, I'd like to see more forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I more so would want to see it not for them, but for the example that they are to their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So, hopefully. <laughs>
2: I hope that'll happen. Yeah. I know.
0: We always go into... Because I feel like Kim brought
2: so much... I mean, they both have to each other brought really great things. But look at They have amazing children. Like, they have a show. They have products. Like, for sure, if he ends up not playing he could totally be a sports announcer. He, I mean, he has that charisma. So you would think it's like wow, like look at, like wow, like look who he married, you know, for both yeah. of their
0: sakes. And I'm pretty sure there is something deeper that the I cameras so haven't too. shown that the oh, public is made known to. And it's almost like, you know what, I don't even want to talk about right. what they've done or what they've said or what, whatever happened. So I understand that and I respect it because they are living their lives on reality TV. So it's like, thank you for at least keeping some, you know, something to the family yeah like we know them but we don't know
2: them Well, and it's perception because i i've had a falling out with family member and what my perception of what happened and what their perception it doesn't match yeah it's always different really tough yeah and if you don't live in the same state for oh forget about it you think a conversation and text messaging and email it's a mess
0: and in this episode too we got to see how some of uh the younger kids Kind of look up to their siblings, and even I know on a previous episode we talked about how uh, Kim and Brielle had that friendship, you know, relationship. How they were cursing with each other and etc. But in this episode, we got to see the little kids yeah. almost oh, say peace what? out, mother sucker. Like it was just like, what are you saying right now?
1: I was appalled. <laughs> I know
0: I your believe. face. I, I was just like, no, <laughs> not,
1: no, no, this is not okay, you guys. Like. <laughs> believe the kids are saying that i don't know
2: what you do because if she does it then if you tell them that it's a big deal it's like i don't know
0: it's one of
1: those
0: it's one of those things where you know like when 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 you when when children do have those moments it's kind of cute it's like "Eh, don't say that again like the one time exactly but when it's like okay you can't tell me not to say it because this is what i'm gonna say like they repeated it and repeated it and it was like a ha ha he he and it, it was brushed off it was like okay Are you going to grow up cussing at your parents like this? Or, you know, although they were doing a snap video and it wasn't at them, it's just the practice of it all, which gets a little scary Mm because as they get, but they look up to, you know, their elder siblings. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And even with their elder siblings, I thought it was really interesting that uh, Brielle and Ariana on their personal interviews came out and said that the two of them plus their mother wear the same clothes.
1: I can see that. Hmm. I can definitely see that.
0: But why?
2: Well, I mean, because, the age, okay, their ages are very close because mm-hmm. Kim had Brielle at a young age. So, and because they're such good friends, it almost becomes like sister like that. Like, yeah. it's just like, that's what you do. And then, and then uh, this is like, well, if a designer's going to send her $10,000 dress, yeah, I'm going to my mom's closet and I'm going to be wearing all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and
1: then on top of that, I mean, Kim is also a social media influencer. So, I mean, like, the, the, that type of fashion that comes with the whole social media stuff, it's almost, yeah. it it guides the younger generation as well, which is why they're all looking so old. But um yeah so I could For I sure. could I can actually see it and I mean let's be honest like Kim looks really good is because body. she keeps yeah she keeps herself Her very um, crazy. Yeah. very like fresh and new and hip and she has appealed to her audience definitely. so you know and it's I, always
0: like sexy classy yeah like is. i like that she you definitely know? has a bomb body mm-hmm. which uh, but but then she's also so like she's really sexy to me like it's not yeah. trash sexy it is like an you know an elder sexy but it's, it's
2: like a voluptuous right yeah. that kind of thing
0: so for her children to be dressing the same way i guess that was the issue it wasn't the issue with how kim's right. dressing it was more so and you're right. It is a generational thing where, you know, our teenagers and our young adults are kind of looking older and, you know, more so. Very much so. Yeah. So let's move on to some news and gossip. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what is happening in the world of news and gossip with the Beermans?
2: Yeah, so one thing that we know is today Brielle took over Bravo TV Instagram, which was really fun. It wasn't anything bad. There was a picture with her and uh, Sheree, mm-hmm. remember Sheree, um, you know, like a fun photo of like the glasses that they get a discount, her and her boyfriend, like a snap, a pizza, totally cool. And then on Kim's snap today, she was just mad because people are writing just nasty negative comments about her daughter. So go, what do we think?
1: Oh, what are people
2: saying? She
0: needed. She needed to snap. I mean, I'm sure people are talking about her lips. They're talking about how much older she looks. They're talking about how ma- maybe she isn't. Oh, working. so they're making
1: specific right. comments on the photo, right? So oh. when yeah, Br- Brielle took over
2: Bravo TV, and there's Got been you. really nasty okay, okay.
0: comments. Oh. But haters, mm-hmm. haters are always going to hate. Like, what do what else do we expect from social media? There are people who probably look at Brielle in envy because she has such, a, because thing, she has such sure. a luxurious life. Because her parents take such good care of her. They almost baby her in a sense. And when you aren't being babied, you look at someone who is being babied like, I want that. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to work for nothing. You don't have to do nothing. So they're just being hateful.
1: And yeah, then, go ahead. And then, unfortunately, you know, she's she's a reality TV star. And so the rest of the world, it's like everybody, they watch it, but they always want to cr- critique the reality TV stars. Oh, you're famous for nothing, blah, 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 blah. And so um, I think that this also can prepare her for the career that's going to be ahead of her. She's very young, and she has so much potential to be great okay. in reality TV and as a personality, host everything. So... I think that this is this is kind of it's, it's necessary because it's going to come as her career grows. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make her
0: stronger. It is
1: so it you is. know she she won't be able to avoid it. she's a beautiful girl. people are going to talk. Period. Yeah,
2: and she's not the only one. If you think about, is it how do you say her name? Leah Derman, or from Girls? Mm-hmm. You know, like she's um, got rid of her Twitter. There are a lot of like A-list stars that are getting rid of, you know, their Twitter specifically yeah. because it's so fast. People want to comment and share. Um, so you know, maybe sometimes you do have to hold back a little. And I know Kim is really into like blocking people. And like I notice on her Instagram, like people say something, she responds. So it's tough because if you get too obsessive, that's not good either. Like, Brielle, live your life. You're going to realize someone's always going to have an opinion always, of you. No always. matter what. The best
0: part of this gossip is that she knows that her mom is always going to have her back. Absolutely. Oh, in, yeah. In, so lucky. In whatever capacity, her mom's going to be there and going to defend her and going to, you know, be that support system. So, as long as they're good. And
1: Kim's a firecracker, so. Absolutely. You know, and, wanna... <laughs>
0: and the lips
2: thing is so stupid because look at with Kylie. I feel like Kylie, you know, did Kylie Cosmetics and... You know, she took it to another level, and she's made so much money. So it's so hypocritical because who cares? Like, get your lips done, do whatever you have to do to feel good. But it is—it's a jealousy thing, and I think too because they're in Atlanta. Maybe certain things with plastic surgery and things are what they wear. Maybe if they lived in LA or New York, maybe it wouldn't be. Yeah, like
1: so in, in LA, right? They'd be yeah. like, yeah,
0: me too. Huh. Like no big <laughs> deal. So this episode, we got into a little bit. We tiptoed into the family issues a bit. We tiptoed into the issues around the women and family friends, what are you guys' predictions for next Your episode? After Buzz
2: TV predictions, what,
0: what do you see next? Next episode, what is going to happen? I think that
2: Kim will have a little moment where she realize, realizes how important, well, Cory's always right, it was that they went to Montana, but maybe she'll be interested and maybe we should, you know, buy a home or we we doing to come here every six months? Because I think for those boys especially, it's so important because they need to... You know, respect their father. They need to play football. They need to run the mud. They need to kind of get out some of that aggression that maybe when they're back in Atlanta and it's the girls and it's the makeup and, you know, mom has a stylist and, you know, maybe they need that guy time. You yeah.
1: Know? And then I also think that the, um, the question of how the family is going to be held together as Croy's career takes off, or I say not takes off, but as it progresses. Um, that's gonna be something that we'll we'll see because I'm very interested to know like you know when Croy steps out of the household and Kim is left with this just with all of this chaos how does that how does that work out because you know he has been her backbone and she has been his so
2: and what that does to a relationship too yeah. because like the kids are all in their place so any you know if you're like a male husband or father and you're an actor or sports I mean anything you have to travel the dynamics I mean it is difficult.
0: I have a feeling that next episode, there's going to be some kind of breakdown. Mm-hmm. Like, although we saw a little breakdown today with uh, Cam and KJ sliding down the hill, I feel like next episode is going to be some kind of family breakdown that's an emotional barrier because they are in Montana, because Croy's family is just a drive away. Yes. I feel like some something in that area is going to manifest next episode. And I also see it being... Not, not in a negative way. I see it being like a, a, a fuel. I, I see it being something that brings them closer opposed to further apart. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm predicting for next episode. Hopefully I'm right, because I feel like I kind of tiptoe around the same <laughs> thing every <laughs> prediction, and... I was a psychic, but I'm not. Uh, It's never too late. But
1: can you really predict everything that's going on in the house? Who knows? No one knows. knows We could have the best psychic in LA. I don't think they would.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to episode 4 of Don't Be Tardy. I'm your host, Elena. You can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. Thank you so much, guys.
2: Please comment on YouTube.
0: I love when I see comments or questions,
2: something we miss, because then we can talk about it next time. So yes. you can find me at Bab on Twitter and Instagram.
1: Thanks so much for watching. I'm Candice Renee Rice on Facebook and underscore Pimp Fried Rice on Instagram.
0: And we'll see you next week. Bye. Episode 5